evening, gang. This is just Jeanette 007. I am tuning in to you tonight to go over goals. This is our third session where we actually are going to write a goal. And we have been working the past two sessions to identify values, things that motivate, drive, and inspire us so that we're much more likely to achieve these goals. So it's about an all-new you in 2022. Let's get right to it. I want to give a nod to America in One Room. And this is a channel that has been inspired for them. I was one of 526 American delegates selected to engage in one of the largest social psychology experiments of its time, American One Room. And all those who made it possible, I'm very grateful to Helena Project, NORC, many, many others. Um, we were brought together in an effort to better understand the will of the American people. And this process yielded important data concerning how Americans think about values, candidates, and policy issues, and proof that when people are given the chance to think deeply and engage with different opinions and deliberate in a fact-based, fact-rich, and respecting environment, they, they can come to some pretty amazing conclusions and decisions um, and consensus. The people that I worked with and um, had the luxury of meeting with are the inspiration for this channel. It was, again, the largest American voting electorate in U.S. history. Um, and you can find out more about them at helena.org slash project slash American One Room. And I hope that you do check it out. They're doing some pretty amazing, great things. All right. We're going to get back to SMART goals. So SMART, again, the mnemonic. The S in SMART stands for specific, M for measurable, A for attainable, R for realistic, and T for time pound. Let's talk about that. I hope that you all have plenty of time to go over all those value statements that we covered in the last session. There were quite a few, and I hope you're able to pick out two, maybe three. I wouldn't say more than two or three of those to, to create goals for yourself with. So let's, let's look at a couple of examples I got over the course of the last week, just kind of looking around Facebook at some of your entries. Um, one value that came across loud and clear came from a post from Stacy B with a reference to Misty Brewer Lee for that from this excerpt called A Broken Woman. And this actually went viral on Facebook. So I'm going to read this to you because it's a good example of what a parenting value looks like. Um, and it is the kind of deep thought that we have to do to get this right. So when you first have children, she says, you talk about the challenges of parenting, the struggles of a baby waking in the night, the toddler who won't stay in their bed, the cost of childcare injuries from sports, having to take off work to pick them up from school when they don't feel well, helping them with housework, a messy house, um, homework, the never-ending laundry, the cost to buy school clothes, packing their lunches. You watch their eyes light up on Christmas morning and try to soak in the magic of those moments. You coach them in sports, rushing to practices and ball games, and tote them all over the country to let them play the game they love, no matter how exhausting or expensive it becomes. Life is just so busy that you rarely even stop to think what the end of those days look like. In fact, it's not really even something you can wrap your mind around. You go into it thinking that 18 to 20 years sounds like a long time. And then suddenly, hours turn into days, days into months, and months into years. 
That little person that used to crawl up next to you in bed and cuddle up to watch cartoons suddenly becomes this young adult who hugs you in the hallway as they come and go. And the chaos and laughter that used to echo throughout your home gets filled with silence and solitude. You have learned how to parent a child who needs you to care for and protect them, but have no clue how the whole letting go thing is supposed to work. So you hold on as tight as you can, wondering how time passed so quickly, feeling guilty that you missed something, because even though you had 20 years, it just somehow does not seem like it was enough. You ask yourself so many questions. Did you teach them the right lessons? Did you read them enough books as a child? Spend enough time playing with them? How many school parties did you have to miss? Do you really know? Do they know how much you love them? What could I have done better as a parent? When it's time for them to go, it all hits you like a ton of bricks. And all you can do is pray, hope, and trust that God will protect them as they start to make their way into the world alone. Parenting is by far the most amazing experience of your life and at times leaves you exhilarated while others leave you heartbroken. But one thing is certain, it's never enough time. So for all the parents with young children, worst days are spent trying to figure out how to make it throughout the madness, exhausted day in and day out. Soak it all in, because one day, all those crazy days full of cartoons, snuggles, sleepovers, Christmas morning magic, ball games, practices, and late night dinners all come to an end. And you're left hoping that you did enough right so that when they spread their wings, they'll fly. So that was an entry that actually went viral. And Misty Brewer Lee um, has many different writings like that. You can Google her to find more like this. But this is very loud and clear to me. Someone who values uh, parenting might be one of the most important values. She probably may, may have ranked parenting among all those values we talked about last time at a five, right? Um, and what do I hear loud and clear? You might hear something different based on how you were shaped in your experiences in life, and that's okay. We're not all intended to get the same message. Um, the world would be a very boring place if we did. There would be no diversity. Um, but what I hear loud and clear in this is to soak in each moment, to stay present in the moment with your child as much as you can, as often as you can. And so how does that play out in terms of a goal? It's going to look different for everybody, right? We talked earlier about some people who have to work a lot, um, some people who don't have to maybe work outside of the home as much, who might have more time to dedicate to this. But I say start where it's realistic, right? So it has to be a measurable goal. How do we make this a measurable goal? Well, remember in the last session when I talked about value cards at the dinner table? You don't have to do exactly that, but maybe you do some derivative of that. Maybe you do something like that at the dinner table, keeping things simple and light. So, you know, maybe you ask your child, you know, who their friends are, what they value about their friendships. Um, what do what do they like about their friend that they want to emulate and be like? Um, specific, 
be specific. So if your goal is to be more present and available to your child, uh, get, get specific. I'm going to spend five minutes before bedtime reading to them and asking them how their day went and give them some time, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is you realistically have to offer. Now, don't go big and then cut it back because that'll be very confusing to the child and very anxiety provoking and it'll make you feel guilty if you can't keep a big lofty goal. So start off maybe five or 10 minutes. I'm going to read a book to my child every night before they go to bed. Let them know I love them and um, ask them if there's anything they, they might need to talk about. Um, the younger they are, usually the less time they need, the older they get, the more time they need for that. So you decide what you have in your schedule. And maybe you say, well, a couple nights a week I have to work late. So maybe it's three to four nights a week that you will do this. Okay. What you've got to remember here is um, unlike some lofty goals in school or uh, at work that we don't have to get 100% here. This is not one of those places where we have to get 100%. Ideally, yes, we'd love that. But listen, if you didn't have the goal, it'd be a big double goose egg. So anything you do it moving forward toward that goal is progress. And your child sees the effort. And the child sees the energy. And the child sees the effort. So that counts. Make sure it's doable for you. Specific, I'm going to do it three to four nights a week. Measurable, well, I can check that off my calendar when I do it. Um, and at the end of the year, go back and see how many days I did it. Um, is it attainable? Yeah, I can visualize that. Is it realistic? Pretty much. And is it time bound? Absolutely. Another example, it is a citizenship value, and this came from a Facebook entry um, uh, someone sent out um, to others, friends of mine. It's from Elizabeth Gilbert, who's an American journalist and author, best known for her 2006 memoir, Eat, Pray, Love, which sold over 12 million copies and has been translated into over 30 languages. The book was made into a film in 2010. She writes, some years ago, I was stuck on a crosstown bus in New York City during rush hour. Traffic was barely moving. The bus was filled with cold, tired people who were deeply irritated with one another, with the world itself. Two men barked at each other about a shove that might or might not have been intentional. A pregnant woman got on and nobody offered her a seat. Rage was in the air and no mercy would be found there. But as the bus approached 7th Avenue, the driver got on the intercom. Folks, he said, I know you've had a tough day or a rough day. And you're frustrated. I can't do anything about the weather or traffic, but here is what I can do. As each of you gets off the bus, I will reach out my hand to you. As you walk by, drop your troubles into the palm of my hand, okay? Don't take your problems home to your families tonight. Just leave them with me. My route goes right by the Hudson River, and when I drive by there later, I'll open the window and throw your troubles in the water. It was as if a spell had been broken or had been lifted. Everyone burst out laughing. Faces gleamed with surprised delight. People who had been pretending for the past hour not to notice each other's existence were suddenly grinning at each other like, is this guy serious? 
Oh, he was serious. At the next stop, he just as promised, the driver reached out his hand, palm up, and waited. One by one, all the exiting commuters placed their hand just above his and mimed the gesture of dropping something into his palm. Some people laughed as this as he did it. Some teared up, but everyone did it. The driver repeated the same lovely ritual at the next stop, too, and the next, all the way to the river. We live in a hard world, my friends, she writes. Sometimes it's an extra difficult, it is extra difficult to be a human being. Sometimes you have a bad day. Sometimes you have a bad day that lasts for several years. You struggle and fail. You lose jobs, money, friends, faith, and love. You witness horrible events unfolding in the news, and you become fearful and withdrawn. There are times when everything seems cloaked in darkness. You long for the light, but don't know where to find it. But what if you are the light? What if you are the very agent of illumination that a dark situation begs for? That's what this bus driver taught me, that anyone can be the light at any moment. This guy wasn't some big power player. He wasn't a spiritual leader. He wasn't some media savvy influencer. He was a bus driver, one of society's most invisible workers. But he possessed real power and he used it beautifully for our benefit. When life feels especially grim, or when I feel particularly powerless in the face of the world's troubles, I think of this man and ask myself, what can I do right now to be the light? Of course, I can't personally end all wars or solve global warming or transform vexing people into entirely different creatures. I definitely can't control traffic, but I do have some influence on everyone I brush up against even if we never speak or learn each other's name. No matter who you are or where you are or how mundane or tough your situation may seem, I believe you can illuminate your world. In fact, I believe this is the only way the world will ever be illuminated, one bright act of grace at a time, all the way to the river. Beautiful, isn't it? That's by Elizabeth Gilbert. So. How does that fall into being a goal? How do we turn that beautiful, inspiring, driven, motivating um, story of values and beliefs into a goal? Well, it is measurable. Um, this gentleman um, got very specific about who he was going to shine his light for, and that was going to be his commuters on his bus, on his routes. And it sounds like he did it with every single drop-off. And so he got... Um, is, this is very measurable, right? Because he can go back and look at the number of routes he has, the average number of people that are commuting, which I'm sure that you can get that data from the company he works for. His boss probably has it because they're going to be making a determination about what bus stops they have based on that. So they have that. It's measurable. It's attainable because he has total control. When he shows up for work, he has the opportunity to do this every day. Um, is it realistic? Well, is he going to do it every day? Or is he going to have some vacation now and then? Maybe he's got a surgery plan later in the year. He's going to be out a little while. You're going to want to allow for that time right off the top of the, you know, it's like 
net time available. Um, so really think through that, or you have days that you allow yourself to not do it. Uh, are you going to do it every day? Are you going to just do it two or three days a week on Mondays um, and Fridays? Um, that's what he gets to decide that's realistic and doable for him. And this is where we often make a goal too easy or too hard. So be careful and get real honest about what you really can do here. Is it time bound? Certainly. At the end of the year, um, we're going to have so many people based on data from previous years. We're going to have a on average, this many commuters impacted from this man illuminating his light. So this is the way we write goals, folks, and this is how we achieve them because there's something we truly believe in that we're motivated by, driven by, um, that, that, that guide our decision-making, our thought process, our attitudes, everything that we do every day, our standards. So I wish you a very happy new year going into 2022. I hope this is helpful to you in terms of how you put some of these value statements and ideas that you come with, up with into a realistic, measurable goal. Remember to post your goal somewhere where you're going to see it. I don't care if it's on the refrigerator, on the mirror in the morning that you look at when you're brushing your teeth and doing your hair. Um, but someplace you're going to see it every single day to be reminded of it. One year I thought I'd get cute and clever and put this file folder together for my goals and I stuck the binder somewhere and I forgot what my goals were by March. So um, it's got to be something you see there is the power of suggestion coming into this so put it where you're going to see your goals every day have one of those little calendars just a little tiny calendar maybe you could get at the bank um, and you just mark off each day that you've done this goal keep it right there where you're going to see it and I guarantee you're going to make some progress you know remember that any progress you make maybe you only do it one week this year would you have done it at all had you not had the goal probably not so what matters is that you're making progress period, whatever that progress looks like for you. So I wish you a very happy new year. Make 2022 your own. Be your own light in your community, amongst friends, family, in your relationships, wherever they may take you. And write to me at justjeanette007 at gmail.com. Let me know what other topics you might like to see me talk about. I would love to work with you some more this year. Happy new year, gang. Take care and best wishes to you.